1: people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a boatload of callers on hold this evening, so I'm just going to go ahead and go to the phone because we're going to try and get on as many as we can, and it's going to be really fun to see what questions they're asking. By the way, when we're taping this show, it is February 20th of 2020, so the date is is two twenty twenty twenty, 2020 so it's got to be some special mojo going on tonight, don't you think? With a date like that, I just thought that was remarkable, and uh, in the number eight, so for you numerology fans, the number eight, so that we take all those 20s and we add them together and we get a single digit of eight, eight stands for regeneration, it's a new first, eight people on the arc, eighth day. Of circumcision eight covenants with Abraham that's what the number eight means in the Bible so I always think that's kind of fun to look that up all righty let's go to the phone and I believe our first caller is Tracy hi Tracy hi Tracy get yourself off oh, mute hello, yeah, so we right, can hear yeah, you ready. there you go hi
2: Tracy <laughs> how are
3: you Hello. Are you there? Hi. 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 I called in, uh, I want to say about two weeks ago, and um, I was telling you about like the, um, my body, dick, uh, the t- the twitching and stuff. And he told me to take magnesium. I've been taking it, and it's still happening. So I was just wondering, is this something else I should be doing, or? Okay. Well,
1: is your name Tracy? Yes. Oh, okay, good, because there was a man that was on the phone before, oh, oh, so I didn't know who that was. He gave, me, he gave me the phone. He was, it. yes. <laughs> I was going to say, you change your voice fast, girl. Oh. <laughs> Tracy, where are you calling it us from? New York. New York. Okay. Harlem. So what I'll do is I will get you on my radar and we'll see what's happening. While I'm doing that, tell everybody what was going on with you for those that didn't hear you when you called in a few weeks ago.
3: Okay. So I'm not sure what's happening though. Um, um, I do work out a lot and um, uh, as of the last I want to say two months or so, I've been getting a lot of like muscle twitches, like involuntary leg muscle twitches, and it's everywhere. It's all over my body. It's my mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. my calves, my back, my my, um, my shoulders, my biceps, My it's everywhere. It's everywhere. They're just constantly twitching. I mean, it'll stop for a little while, and it, it'll start again.
4: Mm-hmm. And I'm not
3: sure what it is. So I made sure I took my uh, I'm up with potassium and electrolytes and now magnesium, and it's, it's still happening.
1: Yeah. All right. So what I've done while you were telling it, thank you for telling everybody what was going on. I connected to you energetically and how I do that, Tracy, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly just because the body has mass. So I raise my vibrational level. I close my eyes and I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, cooking into you in New York. It feels like I'm in New York tonight because it's going to go down into the 20s here in Birmingham, (laughs) which is pretty cold for the deep south. So I've got you on my radar. I have a hologram of you on my radar, and I shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And what I'm getting is you still need more magnesium. So I would increase the amount of – how much are you taking now?
3: uh twenty five two hundred fifty milligrams a day the uh, pill okay I think it was 250. yeah mm-hmm.
1: okay, I'm getting up at to around six hundred okay, milligrams, okay, and the other thing I'm getting and when I say I'm getting that means spirits communicating with me, it's coming into my head uh the other thing my head Julie said is telling you is if you start getting the run, if you start getting diarrhea back off on the magnesium amount.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it will it will keep things moving, but you need to really up the magnesium. You're just not on enough magnesium. Okay, and I think okay. that's going to help. So I hope okay. I hope that works. Let us know. Okay, I will. Thanks thank you for so calling. Much. Okay, right. take you. care. Thank your thank your fiance for being the the phone minder. Okay, righty. our next caller is
4: Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you? I'm calling. Good. I'm calling from Michigan, the central okay. Michigan area. And the reason I'm calling is I am clo- very close with one of my cousins, and uh-huh. I've been concerned about her, and I want to know if it is in her best interest to get a divorce. Oh, okay. What's her name? Sarah. Sarah.
1: Okay. So is it in Michelle's cousin Sarah's best interest at this time in her life to get a divorce? The first thing that comes in your head is going to be spirit answering, Michelle, and they're going to answer within a second, as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you wait longer than a second, that's going to be your brain answering you. All right? So I got Mm -hmm. a yes. But you notice that my, my
2: question was very specific.
1: So Spirit's always going to answer correctly, Michelle, and how applicable, how usable the guidance is that we get from Spirit is going to be dependent on how we ask the question. And we want to be as specific as we can. So another example of that would be if you ask, is it in my best interest and will I enjoy the concert?" And you get a yes. And then you go to the concert and it's a nightmare. You hate it. You leave at halftime. <laughs> and you're thinking, what's up with that? Versus if you ask the question, is it in my best interest and in, will I enjoy the concert on February 20th of the year 2020 at XYZ venue to hear XYZ performer? See the difference mm-hmm. in how the question's asked? The first question, yeah. will I enjoy the concert, could be any concert for the rest of your life. Yeah. And they say yes and you're getting a correct answer but it's just not really usable.
4: So, I got a I got a yes on that. Okay. And so any reasoning as to why you're just I, in Well, general? I didn't ask why. I just asked oh. is it was in her best interest. <laughs> so, okay.
1: did you want to ask another quick question about it?
4: Um, I think she focuses more on the bad than the good. So, but she mm-hmm has a very hard time, like she basically, it's hard for her to focus on the good because there is so much bad, so I don't know. <laughs> I, the, the thing that's coming in, Michelle, is
1: that she has a lot of fear. Is okay. she afraid of her husband? Is she afraid of being single? Is she afraid of finances? Is she afraid of all the above? I guess there's a lot of fear with her Okay, with making this decision.
4: Okay. Does that make sense to you? It does, yeah. They have four kids, so. Oh, yikes. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that's the biggest concern is how are the kids going to be? And, Yeah. yeah, so. Sure, and that's valid.
1: The other thing that's really important to remember, too, Michelle, is that things that have happened are set in stone. Things that are happening right now are set in stone, Things that are future events are fluid. There are about a bazillion variables that will come in to affect an outcome. So us getting a yes tonight for Sarah may be a different answer this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there are lots of variables that come into play. Like, okay. what's her husband doing? What what are their finances? What are, you know, things can change. People can change their minds. That's that's why free will is so important. And it's not just her free will. It's lots of other people's free will as well, yeah. it sounds like. So okay. right now, I'm getting a yes. Again, that could be different in a week, in a month, in a year, whatever. But that's what I'm getting
4: right okay. now. Okay. okay. I hope that helps. All right, thank you. Thank you for calling. Bye bye. Okay, bye. All
1: right, our next caller is uh, hang on a second. My screen just went goofy. Okay, got it. All right. You know how they have these pop ups that come on your computer screen and sometimes at inopportune times? That's just what happens. Hi, Miss Patty. Me? Yeah, you're up. Hi. Thank you. How are you? Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. well um i I just got out of the hospital last week with pneumonia, so oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's how I am, and I feel like I'm getting better, but I just wondered if if you saw any thing sure. or yeah let's let's uh give you a an energy boost, if nothing else. Patty, please tell everybody yeah. where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from California. Okay, where in California? It's a big place. Danville. Danville, Danville, California. Okay, that's Northern California. Everybody, right? All right, right. So, Patty, I'm going to get you on my radar. Here we go. Laser beams, Thank you, got Julie. you. I I've I've <laughs> I know. I've missed you too, Patty. And I've done several private sessions together over the years, and not over you know, yet for a, a couple know. of months. Okay, so Patty. Um, I'm sure they treated you with antibiotics, but it looks like it was viral to me, a viral pneumonia. And they normally will treat with antibiotics too, because a lot of times you can go into a bacterial infection when you have viral pneumonia. Uh So I'm pushing the remaining virus out of your system. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good right now. I, I, you know, they couldn't figure out what it was, whether it was viral, bacterial, or uh, fungal, and um, but but I'm feeling much better. They said if I didn't get in that day, I probably would have died. And I was shocked because you were having so much trouble breathing. Yeah, and it was the lower left uh, chest that had Mm -hmm. the. it wasn't the breathing. I became delirious. Oh my. You had you probably and had sepsis going on. What's that? Is
5: my sepsis favorite? is
1: when the infection gets into your whole bloodstream and it just can, oh, you know, it can okay. shut shut down organs. Yeah, that that's where it gets really dicey. So my okay. gosh, you're a miracle. You're a miracle. Thank <laughs> God you got in. Well, yeah. for so you I'm pushing for it out me. viral. Viral infections, Patty, and everybody look like really thin, watery beef broth to me. And bacterial infections have a hot pink color to them. That's antibiotic mm-hmm. energy that I see applied. So what I do for viral infections, Patty, is I envision pushing them up through your body, out through the top of your head. Imagine, imagine if, you, if you were just a container and you had uh, beef broth. Inside of you, watery beef broth, and we pushed it out through the opening, and the bottle top was your head. That's basically uh-huh. what I just did. And then what I've done is I've just shot you with extra energy to help you heal fast. Two things uh, consider doing: Ester C is a is vitamin C, but it's buffered, so it's easy on the stomach. I want you to take a thousand milligrams of Ester C. Okay, P-S-T-E-R-C, and 50 milligrams of zinc. And you can oh, get ink. these these vitamins at most grocery stores. And Ester-C, a lot of Whole Foods has it. Other high-end grocery stores are going to have it. Kroger has it. I don't know if you have Kroger near where you live. Uh, but get that, Patty. And I want you to take 1,000 milligrams of Ester-C and 50 milligrams of zinc three okay. times a day. Okay. okay. Bo- so you're three times, okay.
0: three and, times um, a day. Okay. And
1: It's it's an amazing immune booster. So it will one thing that they kept faster. telling me in the hospital, and they were they said I was low in potassium. Do you think I'm low in potassium okay. still? I get a yes on that. Okay. Okay. So did they give you a prescription? Oh uh, no. <laughs> okay. So call your doctor. And tell okay. Them- that that's what they said in the hospital and you want them to write a prescription for you and they should be able to access your chart and your blood test. So they'll be able to see what those levels are. So you won't have to get, get stuck again. And can I just say something to your friends? I remember when I called in to you and I was having bone loss in my, in my, you know, mouth, my teeth, and I was so worried Mm -hmm. about it, and you fixed that. (laughs) Not me, honey. It's spirit working through me. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It happened. So thank you so much. Good. You're welcome, honey. I hope you feel better. Me too. (laughs) I know I (laughs) I will now. uh, Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Yeah, it's spirit that works through me, you guys. It's not me. I'm just the facilitator. I'm the. I, I'm a, I play a role, but it's spirit working through me doing this this healing stuff. Okay, our next caller is Mark. Hi, Mark.
6: Hi, Julie. How are you, sir? I am. Uh, I am fine. <laughs> Terrific. Where are you calling Hello. us from? Minneapolis. Oh. The Twin
1: Cities. What a beautiful place.
6: We love it here. It's gorgeous.
1: Yeah, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. It really is. What do you have, 10 million lakes or something in that state? (laughs)
6: I'm very close. Yeah, you're just shy by one.
1: (laughs) What do the license plates say? Ten thousand? The land of 10,000 lakes or something?
6: (laughs) They do, but there's way more than 10,000.
1: Oh, buddy. I was talking to a friend in Minneapolis this morning, and she, she named some place she was going to where they had Eagle's Nest, and it was like Watchaw or something. And I said, is that Minnesota or is it Wisconsin? That sounds like a Wisconsin name. And She said, well, it's Minnesota, but it's right on the border of Wisconsin. I said, well, there you go. Yeah,
6: I think she was down near Red, Red Wing.
1: Maybe, perhaps. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me?
6: I do, and I'm going to read it so I get the words hopefully correct here. Um, okay. My son, who is in his mid-30s, has, got, has had severe OCD since his uh, young childhood, which mm-hmm. has led to self-medicating with alcohol to the point of being a raging alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He uh, self-admitted to inpatient rehab yesterday. Um, Great. Can spirit, uh, can spirit to you assist in healing the mental disorder and the addiction.
1: Yes. And oftentimes, and, I, and we'll, we'll work on him, and if he'll let us. I'll ask his permission. And oftentimes, uh, the thing that's so interesting about addiction, Mark, is it's a physiological situation. It's a brain thing, and it's a physiological thing. It's not a personality thing. You know, oftentimes we'll look down at addicts and we'll see "Well, they just don't have any self-control. That's not it. It's a physiological thing that's going on. So, that's the
6: message and, I try to tell him.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name, Mark?
6: His name is Michael.
1: Michael. All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you And then through you to Michael, I'm going to ask Michael's permission telepathically. You guys will be able to hear me because I'll say it out loud. But I'm going to ask his his permission telepathically if I can scan him. If he says yes, I will. If he says no, I won't. I can, Mm -hmm. but I won't. It's an ethical thing with me. I believe it's an invasion of privacy. We can still get information from him but I won't get a visual on them and how we get information and why I don't have a conflict with that from an ethical standpoint is his spirit's not going to tell us anything. It doesn't want us to know. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that ethically, but somebody that doesn't want me to scan them. Okay. I'm not going to scan them. So here we go. Laser beams connected to you in Minneapolis from you to Michael. Okay. It kind of went a little bit Southeast from you. Is that where the, facility is on
6: very good julie I mean,
1: okay so i watch this yeah. laser beam connected to you and then it goes directionally it's so funny mark when i'm scanning somebody anywhere in the world i watch this laser beam go across maps and oceans sometimes and directionally it's wild i always tell people i can't make this stuff up too wild wait all right yes okay michael all right michael i'm talking to your dad i know it's fine cool all right, so he's gonna let me scan him. So I'm shooting energy from his feet up through the top of his head. All right, I'm looking at his head. The hologram that is in my mind's eye of him, Mark, has been turned around. I'm looking at the back of his head. He has a boatload of scar tissue in the back of his head in his brain matter. Did he fall when he was a kid? Did he was he in a car accident? Did he play sports? What what happened? Any concussion
6: um, nope, you remember? Nope. No particular incident. I mean, uh, there was a, a rugby incident, but it was considered fairly minor at the time, nothing major. But okay. he also has had a couple of alcohol-related seizures, and I don't know if that would be Okay. Related.
1: Okay. All right. So brain matter looks like my analogies, Mark, are really hilarious at times, but they're intended. I talk in analogies a lot, and they're intended to give you a quick visual of what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. Because you're going to help me, and everybody that's listening to this is going to help. We're going to help with the healing with Michael. When when we can visualize a healing on the body, the body is going to follow what the brain shows it, even if the brain doesn't believe it to be true. And it's similar to if you've ever watched a scary movie you know, intellectually that it's pretend, but your heart may feel like it's going to jump out of your chest at any moment because the movie's so darn scary, right? So it's mm-hmm. the same analogy. The body is always going to follow what the brain's showing it, and it helps integrate these energetic healings into the human body when we can visualize what's going on, or at least have a concept. You know, feel what's happening. So, brain matter looks like thick cooked oatmeal to me. It moves around in the head. It When somebody has some kind of a fall, even if they don't hit their head, it's the impact that moves that brain matter and it slams up against the inside of the skull, which has a lot of bony prominences in it. It's not smooth like the outside of our skulls. So when that happens, it causes a concussion or a brain injury. You know, we hear a lot about traumatic brain injury, TBI with professional football and hockey players and other athletes and so what I'm doing is I see scar tissue so if we divided his head into quarters the back right quarter of his head has a boatload of scar tissue in it so I'm scooping that out and scar tissue mark looks like chicken cartilage like you'd see in a chicken breast with the bone in Mm -hmm. and I scoop that out we're putting stem cell energy in, which looks like a light amber-colored gel with sparkles in it, and it's filling that divot in the brain matter. There's a centrifuge that's formed on top of it right away. Imagine a small funnel cloud, like a tornado cloud, spinning on top of it, and that's what transforms the stem cell energy into whatever body part we need. This is the absolute coolest stuff, and it, um, it will... Uh, regenerate whatever we need. Sometimes when it regenerates whole organs and other parts, it shows up on scans. And then doctors call me and say, okay, what are you doing with my patient? And how does this work? So we're regenerating new brain matter. While we're doing that, what I'm doing is I'm doing a DNA healing on him where I've watched two strands of DNA come out of a chromosome. And the letters in the DNA, which is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave are getting resequenced. There are four letters. They represent four nucleic acids. A strand of DNA can have a hundred thousand letters on it. Can have a billion letters. I'm watching them get resequenced in warp speed. All right. The first strand's gone back in. Second strand has just now gone back in. Those are genetic mutations that have happened. Might guess from environmental conditions of abusing you know it changes when we're when we're exposed to different things it can change the recipe that tells ourselves how to behave so we just did those two healings on him hopefully that will will help my one suggestion for you mark if there's any way you can do it is get him seen or get in touch with the folks at amen clinics a-m-e-n clinics plural.com and get a okay. SPECT scan done of his brain.
6: SPECT spec- And the spec- SPECT scan,
1: SPECT, S-P-E-C-T, it's different from so an MRI or a scan. CT scan. What it okay. does is it shows the parts of the brain that light up with different functions. And in addicts, it's a physiological thing, and parts of the brain are not lighting up properly. OCD, same okay. thing. So that would be, they have centers all over the country. Just go to amonclinics.com, and I would get in touch with those folks and see what they
6: can do to help Michael. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Elizabeth.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Stay warm up there. Oh, I will. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All righty. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Miss Lois. Hi, Lois. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are I, you, my dear? I don't know,
7: Julie. I have shortness of breath. Very shortness uh, of breath, especially if uh, I like if I've got to wash my face and I'm running water, the water, uh, and and um, uh, yeah, that's uh, I have COPD.
1: Okay. Well, what? Tell everybody where you're calling from first, please. I'm call I'm calling you from New Orleans. Okay, so Mardi Gras town pretty soon, right? Those bees will be flying down there. Yeah, it's it is Mardi Gras now. <laughs> I know, I know it. All right, so why why when you're running water, what's that got to do with anything?
7: I don't I don't know. But but no, if if I'm breathing, if I'm breathing, and there's like water in the basin to get ready to wash my face, anytime. And you're breathing. I, Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why. Um, you know, I don't know why it's uh,
1: with the connection. Why necessarily the water? I thought you would know but that's but that's when you're feeling the shortness of breath the most is when you and i'm sure it's probably warm. Oh, or hot it's, water it's it. really it's really shortness
7: of breath i mean to where i have to i have to uh, uh, i have to it takes me a while to um to, to to uh to catch you know to catch to really catch my breath i got to uh, and you know there is something that has been given to me uh, um, to uh, to uh, put in. I don't know what it is, and my husband usually doesn't call me, and he's he's not here right now. Isn't that terrible?
1: Oh God! So you mean um, you've been given an an inhaler or something to use? Some sort of, some, yeah, it's it's something like that. Yeah, it's uh okay. Uh, yeah. What I'm getting, okay. Lois, is that there's there's steam or some kind of moisture that's coming up and it's just making the air thick and it's hard for you to breathe. So what I'm seeing is if you can just run the water in your sink without filling the sink and just wet your washcloth without filling uh, the sink, that it's going to be better for you. Okay. Can you try
7: that? That's what I'm, I'm getting. Gonna, that you. I'm going to try. I'm going to try that, and when um, and uh, uh, I'm going to I'm going to uh, email you to um, to do uh, an hour.
1: Okay, that's a good idea. We'll have a whole yeah. hour to figure out what's going on. In the meantime, yeah. The other the other thing I'm getting is when you bend over, that it uh-huh. uh, it's harder for you to breathe when you're bending over the sink. So try if you're not trying to stay close to a basin of water and you're getting the water out on your washcloth, try and stand up a little straighter and see if that makes a difference for you.
7: Well, I want to thank you. I was trying to figure out if there was something I could do for my lungs or whatever in my body that's causing that to, you know,
1: to, uh, to yep. be a problem. Huh? I think it's, I think it's the steam coming up off the water. In your basin, and then you're leaning over, which is restricting your, your
3: capacity yeah, to breathe.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't happen to my husband
7: or anybody else. Uh, you know, I know that that's...
3: Uh, yeah, but they
7: don't
1: have COPD. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sorry.
8: Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, hey. I'll
1: talk to you soon. Thanks for calling. Okay. Voice. Take care. Thank you, bye Thank you, honey. Bye-bye. 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 I love to hear her talk with her accent, with her Cajun accent, which is fun to hear. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. Okay, let's see who else we have. I believe Amy, or no, Annie is our next
8: caller. Hi, Annie. Oh, hello, Julie. How are you? I'm good. I'm calling from Chicago. I think it's about the same temperature here as what you said.
2: It's 22. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, I went into Target this evening to run a quick errand, and I swear, Annie, I think it dropped like 10 degrees <laughs> while I was in the store for 20 yeah. minutes.
8: I came outside and went, Whoa! Yeah, that's when it becomes bone chilling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm a first time caller. I, quote, met you last week listening to Suzanne Giesman's podcast. And oh, wonderful. Yeah, and so i've I've actually set up a private session uh later in March, and I'm looking forward Wonderful. to yeah but here's um here's my question or just a little background and then my question so um I had a mild case of shingles a few weeks ago after mm-hmm. a very stressful and sad December. My closest mm-hmm. brother died just a few days after christmas, and Sorry. um so it was really running stress in December and January, and I I never had a rash. I just felt the the sensations because ten years ago mm-hmm. I had oh an outbreak of shingles. So I got acupuncture and Chinese herbs, and then I did get the prescribed antiviral, which really helped. Um, mm-hmm. And so I avoided any rash, and I'm I'm actually feeling very good now. But my mm-hmm question is, um, would you be willing to scan to see if um, a shingles vaccine might be beneficial or other supplements? I don't usually accept vaccines because I do get reactions from a a variety of vaccines, Mm -hmm. but I thought I would just, um, you know, ask for, um, you know, what you might see or might recommend. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I've gotten you on my radar while you were talking, Annie.
1: And when you ask, is it in your best interest to get a shingles vaccine? I got a no. Okay. Before the question was even out.
4: Oh, so really? I'm yeah. getting
1: a no on that. And vaccines, people have different opinions about them, but the research, a lot of the research is, makes them really questionable, a lot yeah. of them, especially yeah. these, you know these ones that are like the shingles vaccine. The other thing is, uh oftentimes I see that it has to do with an overabundance of yeast in the GI tract. And you have a lot of yeast in your GI tract when I have you on my radar. Oh.
8: So okay. do you have gas
1: bloating, um brain fog, any of that
8: that you notice? I I I can't say that I do, but I do notice and brain fog and I had a headache for the two weeks before I felt like the nerves and Mm -hmm. I'm very sensitive to sugar and I don't eat much but if I have sugar I'll I'll feel like I get a headache so Mm -hmm. obviously that's must be feeding the yeast exactly yeah okay sugar is its favorite food
1: group Absolutely. So those of us that have yeast overgrowth are sugar addicts normally. And sometimes we end up being alcoholics because, you know, alcohol is a sugar IV. You don't even have to process it. It just goes right in the veins, right? It's just, well, you know, the body you know, doesn't even have to process it.
8: Yeah. And I, I rarely, if ever, drink alcohol. Then I do get stomach upset if I do drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Let me guess. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what I'm getting is stay low on the food chain, Annie. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Yeast loves anything processed. Yeast loves anything fermented. So wine, beer, alcohol, all these foods that we read about that we need to eat for good gut health, like kimchi and yogurt and sauerkraut and that kind of stuff, That's all fine and good as long as you don't have an abundance of yeast. Because when we have a lot of yeast, it makes our stomachs a fermentation factory and you add fermented foods to it and then you're just putting fuel on the fire and it makes it worse. So if you're going to eat fruit, Annie, peel it because the peel is full of yeast. If you uh, are drinking water, never for the rest of your life ever put a slice of lemon in your water. Because it's full of yeast. So if you need lemon in your water, slice a lemon, squeeze it in, throw the lemon down your garbage disposal. It'll make your kitchen smell good. Yeah, never. Those restaurants cut up those lemon wedges in the morning really early. God only knows what kind of condition they're in all day. Sitting out, usually they're full, full, full of yeast. So if you're in a restaurant, ask for water without lemon. And uh, sometimes when you go into a Fancy hotel or uh, maybe a spa or someplace, they'll have all that veggies and fruit and stuff and water, blueberries and blackberries and sometimes cucumbers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Never drink that stuff ever. Okay. Okay. Freeze your foods, your leftovers. Freeze them because yeast grows on leftovers right overnight. And there's a medicine called Nystatin.
8: And do you have somebody that will write a prescription for you? You know what? I think um, I think I even may have some. I just didn't take it a couple years ago when I was getting a course yeah. of antibiotics. Um, yeah. So I think take I even actually at- have, yeah. Great, great. It's an
1: antifungal. It kills yeast on contact. If you don't have that and you can't get somebody, now, statins what they give babies for thrush. It's, okay. It's been off on the market for forever. Days in the GI Trek has no known side effects. It's, a, it's an antifungal that grows in the ground. And if you can't get that, I have lots of clients with yeast issues that have had luck with olive leaf extract drops, Annie. Okay. And you can get those in a health food store. And there are a, a million different manufacturers, so I can't give you a dose because oh, sure. it's going to be different with every manufacturer. But ask who the consultant is at the health food store. I think Whole Foods and places sure. like that have these drops as well. And I'm sure it's on the bottle. So try that. And that may help as well. So I think... So it just really
8: lowered that it sounds like the overabundance of yeast lowered my immune system. That's right. Exactly. They always go hand in hand.
1: And the immune system is based in the gut. The other big thing is if you email me, Annie, Julie, dot com, I will send you a link for half off of a gut biome test Sure. that will test what the critters are in your gut. It will tell you what your superfoods are to get your gut healthy, what the foods are for you to avoid based on what your gut biome is right now, and then it will tell you all the other foods. Eat this a lot, eat this a little, whatever. So Julie, at Email me. I'll send you the link. Again, it's half off. Anybody listening that wants that link, just email me and I'll send it to you.
8: So, And then I look forward to talking to you. Yeah, indeed. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your thanks gracious time. Thanks for calling. Time. All right. You goodness. bet. Enjoy Bye. your evening. Bye-bye. Thanks.
1: Okay, let's see who's next. I believe it's Erin. Hi,
5: Erin. Hi. Hi. Thanks How for taking the call. You are welcome. Where Hi. are you? I'm in Arlington, Virginia. Okay. Isn't a beautiful place? Yeah, it is a pretty nice place.
1: Are you keeping all those guys in line in D.C.? <laughs> I try to stay out of there. Full-time <laughs> <Ball> job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to stay out of there. How funny. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you got a question for me?
5: I do. Well, it's about my boyfriend. He knows I'm calling and asking about this. Yeah. Um He's been dealing with chronic pain for about two decades, but it stayed mainly in his head and nerve, and it's been nerve pain and migraines in his head, and it's constant. But on Christmas, it just kind of exploded and became nerve pain all over his body. It takes a lot of different forms and is at times excruciating, and he's seen lots of different doctors, but there's really no explanation for it yet, and it's pretty terrifying. I'm wondering if you can Mm. get anything on it. Absolutely, what's his name, Aaron Pat Pat. All right, I'm
1: connecting to you, and from you there will be a laser beam go to Mr. Pat got Mr. Pat, Mr. Pat's full of yeast. What I was just talking with Annie about did you hear all that? Oh yeast, okay, it's yeast. he's got he's full 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 full, full of yeast, which will cause all those symptoms that you just described. And oftentimes, and what I didn't tell you, Annie, if you're still listening, oftentimes yeast can originate when there's mold exposure. So that would be interesting to see if he's had any mold exposure in his home or his office, if he can go back and think about that. But all those things that I mentioned with Annie apply to Pat, and I think he will get over having the nerve pain and the migraines. Get his gut in order; those other those other symptoms will go away. So email me, julietaskjuliariean. I'll send you a link to that gut biome test. That would be the first thing that I okay. uh, suggest. And then what I was telling you: I mean, low on the food chain, stay away from fermented anything, wine, beer, alcohol, food. Uh, see if you can get somebody to write a prescription for nice statins, it's like. Uh, New York and Staten Island. That's where it was discovered in New York. So it's N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. If you can't, in the meantime, go get some olive leaf extract drops and start putting that in his food, on his food. Okay. I think that's what's going on. Okay. I hope he feels better. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody, we do this show every Thursday night. You can find this information a whole bunch of different places at AskJulieRyan.com, which is my website. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see all this information there. We are, uh, where else? Anywhere you download podcasts. It's in the show notes. We're on Alexa. We're on YouTube. We're on about 70 networks. I think we're in over 100 countries around the world, so anywhere there are show notes, you can find this call and information. I send out a blog each week, which is a question that somebody has submitted online, and I answer it, and in the body of the email is this call-in information, so be sure and sign up for my blog, and again, that's at my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and then I post on social media. Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram. Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. I'll always post the day of the show and say, hey, call in tonight. Remember to call in. So you'll have that information. When you're on my site, schedule a private appointment, and then we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want to talk about. And that can be any and all that we can cover in an hour. You want to talk to your dead grandmother? Fine. And, have me scan your cat fine and have me scan you or scan another loved one do a past life thing talk to your spirit guides your angels whatever it makes it really fun and it's your hour so we can do whatever you want with it so consider doing that too all right this week the question was submitted from Marianne and Marianne lives in Toronto Canada And she said, Dear Julie, I've been on a long journey that started out with my right hip and lower lumbar area of my back. I've had a bone scan recently, and my doc says, nothing urgent, she put in quotes, to discuss. He wants to wait until we get the bone density results and then discuss both. Right now, the docs are focused on my bones. In the meantime, I've had two bouts of what I assume is the flu. I'm unable to keep anything down but chicken broth. Julie, can you help? Can you look into me and tell me what you're seeing? I don't seem to make it two steps ahead and it's been very hard. Thanks, Marianne. And here's my response. Hi, Marianne. Sorry to hear you're feeling so punky. In order to get some information for you, I energetically connected to you in Toronto and saw a viral infection. I believe you have accurately diagnosed yourself with the flu. Again, viral infections look to me like really watery beef broth. I know that's wild, but that's what they look like to me. That's how I can tell what they are. Your idea to eat chicken broth is perfect. Studies have shown that a hearty bowl of chicken soup may help you fight off viruses, strengthen your immune system, clear nasal passages, and have a mild anti-inflammatory effect and speed recovery. When talking about chicken soup, the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center says, Believe it or not, there's more to this dish than just great taste. There's some real healing power in it. In addition, here are a few simple things we can do to avoid catching the flu. Wash your hands throughout the day and especially before you eat. Take 1,000 milligrams of ester-C and 50 milligrams of zinc each day, three times a day if you're sick. That's what I was telling Patty from Northern California who just got out of the hospital with uh, pneumonia. So, ester C, you want to take that, you guys, because it's buffered and it won't upset your stomach. Regular vitamin C is very acidic and it can upset your stomach. So, 1,000 milligrams of ester C, 50 of zinc, it's a powerful immune booster. When you're feeling poorly and you're feeling sick, take it three times a day. Otherwise, just take it once a day. Get some sunshine. Drink lots of water. Take vitamin D3. Studies show people with low levels of vitamin D have more colds and flu. And then run a humidifier in your bedroom at night in cold winter months. Furnaces dry out the air in our homes, which in turn dries out our sinuses, making them more susceptible to viruses. Regarding your bones, it does appear to me you have some osteoporosis going on. To help you heal, I use stem cell energy to add calcium to your whole skeletal system and make it stronger. Women's health expert, Dr. Christian Northrup, has great advice about dealing with and healing osteoporosis. You may want to do some research on osteoporosis before your next doctor's appointment. It's always a good idea to be an informed patient and participate in your own treatment plan. Hope you feel better soon. So those of you that are listening that are interested in this osteoporosis information from Dr. Northrup's. Uh, website. She's at Dr. Northrup, dot com. So Dr. And she is an icon. I call her the fairy godmother of women's health. So thanks so much, Marianne, for submitting your question, and I sure hope you feel better. And didn't you love that about the chicken soup? I thought that was great. Great uh information from different hospitals and different places. Okay.
9: Let's go back to the phone, and I believe our next caller is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. I'm calling from um, northwestern Vermont. Well, beautiful. Speaking of Dr. Northrup, that's where she lives.
1: Oh, really? I did not know that. No, no, I lied. She lives in Maine. She was in Vermont oh. earlier. I lied. Close. <laughs> It was a white lie, though, Lindsay. It was a white (laughs) lie. It wasn't an intentional lie. (laughs) But
9: she's close. Right. Close. Well, good. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, I have so many, but I need to narrow it down. Um, I'm going to go with, um, could you connect to my spirit guides and ask if... um, My chosen path of becoming a healer is um, in line with my purpose right now. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So spirit guides appear to
1: me, Lindsay, like versions of Father Time. (laughs) They look like Dumbledore from the Harry Potter movies or... (laughs) Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings movies. That doesn't mean that's what they look like. That just means that's what they appear to me initially okay. so that I know that they're spirit guides. It's hilarious. Some are tall and thin, some are short and stout. It's a riot. And then when we hone in on one that comes forward, mm-hmm. then they transform into whatever they look like in the lifetime they live, that correlates with what they're advising you on. So okay. they're in a you have seven of them. They're in a horseshoe behind you horseshoe pattern and the one on the right right behind your right shoulder is always the one that's the most kind of a leader of the pack at this moment in your life so he's telling me his name is Clarence now remember spirits don't have a sex and we equate they don't have a gender so we equate names you know with male because it helps Mm -hmm. our human brains make some sense out of it so Clarence Claren- Clarence is, uh, he looks like a doctor. He's got one of those old-fashioned doctor bags, wow. you know, like the, the the visited home doctors used to have back in the olden days mm-hmm. when they would make home visits, those black bags with the doctors. And he's got stethoscope and all that kind of stuff in their thermometers and jazz like that. All right, so Clarence, Clarence is, was British in that lifetime. He lived at the Turn of the the 20th century, so late 1800s, early 1900s, he was a doctor. He was a physician. All right, Clarence, what advice do you have for Lindsay regarding her being a healer? You're a born healer. You've been a healer in many, many, many lifetimes, countless lifetimes. This lifetime you've chosen to go about it in a different way, not necessarily by becoming a physician, but in an alternate way. You yeah. it it lights you up when you do it, and you have a gift for it. And this is me talking. Sign up for my class. The next one's in April. <laughs> Angelic attended uh-huh. Trading, and it will really ramp up your skills. Look at that. And um, on my website, you can find out about that. That's me interjecting in there. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he just said, "Yeah, that's." He just said, "Yeah, that's a good idea." <laughs> I know that sounds like a plant, but it's not. All right.
9: Any wow. any questions for him? Does that make sense? Um it it does because I I was originally I was originally thinking of becoming a doctor when I was younger and I've dealt with a lot of anxiety and chronic illness and that just didn't end up happening and mm-hmm. I even was in nursing school for a while and um, you know, stuff got in the way of that. But um Recently, I've been healing from everything, and so mm-hmm. I'm transitioning into becoming the healer um, with yeah. Reiki and and other modalities like that. And it's, yeah, what you said just, like, resonates on a soul level and kind of just blew my mind. Right.
1: <laughs> yep. Good, good. Yep. So <laughs> Reiki is a really good place to start. When you take mm-hmm. my class, it will be, like, postdoctoral work. All right, It gets you to a super high vibrational level. I tell people that take my class and everybody listening, check this out. I'm telling you, it will rock your world. It will change your life. In every area of your life, it will enhance it. But it's similar, Lindsay, to if we can teach somebody to read, they can access any information that they want, Mm -hmm. right? Especially with the Internet these days, my goodness. If we can mm-hmm. teach people to communicate with spirit and validate the information they get, imagine what that gives you access to. If you want to be a healer, if you want to be a dog communicator, if you want to mm-hmm. be a psychic, a medium, talk to dead people, spirit guides, I mean, whatever. But, it, but what happens is when you resonate at that really high level, which is mm-hmm. what my students learn to do, it just brings in an amazing amount of abundance in every area of your life and the stories from my students and there's been about 60 that have gone through in the past year when I started teaching this um, oh my god the stories are just amazing of things that are related to woo woo and things that are just regular in their lives about money abundance love life abundance abundance for their families their kids it's just phenomenal that changes what so, well, you're. Um,
9: I'm. I'm almost convinced. I just have to come up with the resources for it. Yeah,
1: I understand. <laughs> well, email me and we can talk about
4: it.
9: All right. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in.
7: Thank Enjoy
1: your you. evening. Bye-bye. You Take too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. I believe our next caller is another Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Oh, hi. Can you
2: hear me? I can. Oh, great. Thank you so much for taking my call. I was afraid we would run you're out happy. of time. Um, well, we're close. So, we got five minutes. So oh tell boy. everybody where
1: you're calling
2: from. Okay, calling from Flagstaff, Arizona. Okay, and great. So uh, it's it's a very emotional issue. My husband of 50 years um, has Parkinson's with with oh. Lewy body dementia. And he, on top of all that, he had a bad fall, so he had a traumatic brain injury. Uh, he's uh, confused most days, and a bit uh, he gets a bit paranoid and scared. So I, he's in a different town from me. I'm in Flagstaff, and he's in Kingman, so it's about a three-hour drive. I can't be there every week, um, so he gets scared. He gets vivid scenarios of reality, and when I talk to him, I can kind of clear, you know, clear things up. But I'm just wondering, um, is I heard you talk on Suzanne's side about stem cells. Could they heal brain cells? Could this Lewy body dementia actually be cleared for him? We can
1: certainly try it. And we can also do the DNA healing that you heard me talk about before with Mark with his son who's having uh-huh. addiction issues. And um, the DNA healings work really well with degenerative diseases like Parkinson's. At the end of the day, the way these healings work, Lindsay, is, is they happen on the energetic level and then they integrate into the body. And there may be a difference in symptoms immediately. It may take days, weeks, months. There may be some kind of complementary care that needs to happen, like physical therapy or occupational therapy or whatever. But certainly at the end of the day, it's all of our spirit's prerogative. So it's going to be your husband's spirit's choice, his prerogative, to utilize the healing in a way that's going to best facilitate what he wants to experience in this lifetime. And that's not just with this. That's with life in general. You know, what road do you take? What kind of car do you drive? Where do you live? Where do you work? All the decisions we make are all part of our life plan, our life's journey that our spirit wants to experience. And these healings do the same thing. So certainly it's worth a try. And I'll be delighted
2: to spend an hour seeing what we can do to help him if he'd like. You know, I tried to, uh, I went on your site I filled in my yeah. info. I checked I'm not a robot, kept hitting send, and I don't think you ever got it. So how uh, can I get this? Email I me. To get a- yeah, email me,
1: julietaskjulieryan.com, and uh, and we'll we'll figure out a date and time that works for you if you're having trouble with this system. So just email me and yeah. we'll figure something out. Is that your yeah. actual email or is that your site? It is. That- That's my email.
2: julietaskjulieryan.com. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I saw that you had a couple times end of March, and I should uh, grab onto that. Can you also do something? Okay. Um, do I need a separate one if I wanted to talk to a loved one that
1: crossed the veil? No. Or, no. No, no, no. If, we can do all of that in the same hour. Yeah. We'll oh, cover that'd be wonderful.
2: That. That'd be yeah. wonderful, Julie. Well, I look
1: forward to it. Okay. I,
2: I, I, well, enjoy okay. the rest
1: of your evening. Thanks
2: Thank thanks you calling. so much.
1: Thank you, back. you. Back. Bye-bye. Yeah. Okay, everybody, that's it for this week. I am going to be traveling next week, so we won't do a live show, but we will the week after. So those of you I didn't get on, please call back in a couple of weeks. But next week, it's going to be really fun. I pre-recorded a show with a gal named Diane Ray, and she ran the uh, radio network for Hay House and worked with Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and, Dr. Northrup, and all kinds of people that you'll recognize, and she now runs Unity Radio. So it's interesting to talk to her about what her journey has been and what she's learned from being able to work with and be friends with all these icons in the the spiritual niche. I mean, certainly Wayne Dyer is right up there, and Louise Hay as well. So I think you'll enjoy that. And until next time, I will talk to you at the beginning of March. Remember to sign up for a free session and go to AskJulieRyan.com events. All the details are there. And have a great weekend and a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Take care.
0: Thanks for joining us.